up with the last name Gwynny. Gwynny always said she preferred analog. And I said, baby, I know you like digital. So when I got knuckle deep, I said, baby, can you feel that ring? The ring getting caught and the diamond makes it sting. the Combs and Doe Show. Welcome back to K-Black Radio. I'm the host Doe with my man Combs. Yo, 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 it's Combs. The blackest country radio station in uh, all of Virginia. With K-Billy super swinging sounds of the 70s. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway, that was a bit of a live session. What's up, bro? It took me a while to um, realize that that guy in Reservoir Dogs doing that um, cool vi- radio voice is the guy on the couch. On what couch? In Halfback. Oh, yeah, what's Stephen Wright or yeah, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I watched it recently. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, right? Yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm looking forward to the new Tarantino movie. Hopefully. Oh, damn. I was hoping you were going to be saying I was looking forward to the new Half-Baked. <laughs> that would be pretty... Damn. I don't know if you could make that movie in 2019. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but welcome back to the Cones and Doe Show. It's a uh, cold and rainy midwinter's night here in the Emerald City. And uh, it's suiting everyone's mood. Everyone's just a little bit... Not not sad, but, you know, just a little bit uh, under the weather. A little bit melancholy, I believe, is what you'd say. Oh, I've bought fucking rammed us and put um, our recording on a stereo track again. Just let me just record on another track as well. All right, pretend that we're not doing this uh, so far. It's been a seamless show. Nothing is going on behind the scenes. Or is it? I guess we'll just have to wait and see if this is on two track or one track. One track or two track. Well, let's see how we're going. And that's a double. That's a dublay. Oh, no. It's all falling apart. Has live radio. This is a problem with, uh, well, not live broadcasting, but, you know, just broadcasting in general. What do you think? We're good to go? Especially when you just leave, like, 14 open tracks on your fucking... Yeah, exactly. On your template. It's funny. I've got used to that. I'm looking at those fruity lips thing, and, like, over the years, I've got used to the fact there are about 14 tracks there when we only essentially need two or whatever, (laughs) you know? But it's always good to have extra loads of tracks on there, right? Fuck yeah. In case we want to chuck a bit in. I'm going to have to mix our intro into mono out of left channel stereo. Oh, that's all right. Or you can just, if you only record your bit, you can like re-record my bit. Be like, hi, I'm Karen. 
I'll try and do Doe's voice. Oh, hey, welcome back. It's kind of Doe show. That's oh. Doe here. That's <laughs> Doe. Oh, uh, yeah, welcome back. This is K Black Radio. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like all the tracks on there. What it makes me think hey, of. Hey, it's Karen's hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Uh, I just think I got my number. <laughs> Shit. Um, uh, what it reminds me is like all these tracks. You know, when like. I remember, like, after Oasis did Morning Glory, that big hit album, the next one, which I sort of liked at the time, was Be Here Now. And apparently, I don't know if I've heard it, but it was, like, the epitome of, like, overblown, um, uh, you know, just this arena rock radio because they'd made so much money. They're like, how are we going to spend all this money and shit? And I was reading a story about it, and someone went and they, like, sent someone out to go get, a, like, five ounces of weed or whatever to have. And they came back with like five ounces of coke instead. Like, I told you to get weed. I guess we just got to do it now and stuff. <laughs> like all this cocaine and just like hiring like grand pianos and like string sections to make your shitty coked out songs better. And that's what I like having all these tracks here, you know? Oh, wrecking so much coke off grand pianos and shit. Yeah, exactly, right? Would it be a good life? What do you think? Well, it'd be uh, an interesting experience. I don't know if it's just for this recording studio shit, you know? Mm. Yeah. five ounces is quite a lot of coke yeah it's quite a lot of coke I can imagine the Gallagher Brothers doing a bit of that it'd be more fun than like you know some Radiohead album where they're all just like super like, like you know, glum, <laughs> glum about shit drinking chai tea and stuff you know like writing songs about like digital ghosts and shit so I don't know instead of just morning boners and stuff yeah whereas Kirk Cobain's still the ultimate rock star so you know I think that fucked with my head. The what idea is? that you, Kurt, Cobain, Kurt Cobain that you should kill, oh, yeah. you should kill yourself, otherwise it's a bit pointless. But not even die accidentally. You should purposely kill yourself. But okay. Yeah. No, I'm. <laughs> you're not a fucking rock star. Dude, no? <laughs> <laughs> he, he could only did it because he um. He fi- I'm he, the rock star of authors. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. But he only did it because he finally got the girl. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I got the one I wanted. Exactly. So what's been happening over here? I like your grey outfit. Yeah, I'm pretty, um... Got my Seppo suit on. My Seppo? Just like matching tracksuit sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, That looks pretty good. So like this cool Jewish New York guy that's trying to play it up for the... For the Negros. That's our Beastie Boy, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. I mean, Beastie Boy. Um, yeah. No, I know what you mean, though. Hmm. My D can't rap the show shot. <laughs> exactly. Uh, those guys sure could rap like Jews. Mm. They might be my favourite Jewish rappers. Huh? I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. It's like they end up in such a high register. It's like you don't even know what the fuck is going on. Now, don't you tell me to stop. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess if you got carried away and you were wearing those tracksuits and you're up on stage, you know. <laughs> I mean, Eminem's got a pretty high voice. Are there any white rappers with low voices? Bubba Sparks. Yeah, Bubba Sparks is about the only one I can sort of think of, right? Mm. Who else? And he doesn't really count, does he? Yeah. <laughs> Childish Gambino has a high voice and he is probably the widest rapper around. So. Yeah. Yeah. America. Yeah. 
this is America. He's such a fucking uncle. He song. stole that fucking song of Randy Marshall on South Park anyway. Yeah, exactly. This is America. This is America. But I hate him trying to be this black actor. This is America. Like, he was raised, I think he was adopted and raised by this middle class white parents and has like a white girlfriend and shit. So I'm not, <laughs> not going to hear all this preaching from him about the status of the black man in America, you know? It's like when you see that news article that comes out like every second month about that um, Aboriginal girl that like fights the cops Yeah, yeah, and shit. I read it today. And yeah. you look at a picture every time and you're yeah. like, bitch, there's a fucking white person in your dynasty somewhere yeah you know, shit, like, yeah but you're fucking tripping bitch. i thought i was the only one reading about this chick so she's some aboriginal model or whatever it's like the if if you have white in you it's like the less you have the more more even you hate fucking white oh i don't know if that yeah. works there's quite a lot of straight up whiteies that are fucking hating on themselves these days. it's a flight from white white flight um but yeah no she's pretty good at it i like her excuse about how she's got into intergenerational dna trauma and stuff yeah. it's this weird like blood original sin thing that they've applied to social justice and it gives her an excuse to like punch spit par- on cops yeah spit <laughs> on cops and punch paramedic <laughs> ladies in the face like you fucking dog like punch him in the face you white dogs i sort of wish i had a reason to do that whereas you know like I think the problem is all these other groups have these outlets to like blame Whitey like or blame Like if you weren't a chick and you weren't a minority, you yeah. would be in jail by now, bitch. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. What the fuck? But all these minority groups and women, they've always got someone to blame. But the thing is that white guys don't, which is why that it just builds up until they go to a garlic festival and open fire with an assault rifle, you know? Uh, I, I didn't, deliberately didn't look into that one very hard, but what, that was a Whitey, yeah? Well, okay. It's one of these white supremacists who was, uh, he was going on like posting all this shit like stupid beaners and mestizos and shit like that and like repping some like supposed white supremacist he's read but he identified as Italian Iranian he looks pretty white but I mean what's white in America who knows as I've already said Danny Glover is fucking white so it's like this hothead jihadi type who speaks with his hands a lot yeah yeah exactly yeah well Italians and Iranians are pretty much the same thing when you take the food away from it and stuff you know what I mean though it's all that that same area they're like sort of like hairy and eat stinky food and shit have chaotic societies and such um <laughs> hey i went to italy recently it was uh you get a free pass then no, iran probably preserves its cultural heritage better than italy actually <laughs> um but <laughs> this guy this guy looked like cracking but i mean it's whatever you know that's america so that's the price you pay for freedom you know Iran's probably just a bit behind. It shouldn't be too long until all the African um, immigrants start pouring in. <laughs> well, that's what they've done in sort of... Oh, no, Saudi Arabia gets them from, like, um, the Philippines and stuff, right? as we discussed maybe last week or something. But uh, Iran, I don't know. I think Iran, they're quite nationalist. They keep it pretty in, in-house, I think. And I sort of admire that about them. I think they have a respectable civilization. They, they have their own... Uh, you know how, like... The Saudis just buy, like, you know, billions of dollars in equipment from the West and shit, right? It's this racket, like, of arms deals and stuff. Mm. And it's just because they get so many petrodollars, it has to kind of trickle back out somehow. And that goes back to the West to buy, like, Britain or America's, like, stupid fighter jets and stuff. But they're all useless and incompetent, so they can't actually use them. So when Saddam was threatening Saudi Arabia, even though they have, like, one of the largest air force in the world, they're like, oh, no, we need America to come and save us and shit. So it's all just this total scam, you know? It's all this petrodollar recycling sort of Illuminati kind of like above <laughs> corporate level scam to just cycle this fake money around the world. But none of it really means anything and eventually it's all just going to get bombed and, you know. Well, I want to win the petrodollar lottery. Yeah, that would be good. I was thinking about that the other day. 
I was wondering what I'd do with it because they were saying they were looking at I was one of my stupid transport blogs and they were like oh to build this epic train line in LA or whatever it would need like nine billion dollars and they're like oh Jeff Bezos or whatever would be able to build like a dozen of them or whatever it is and I'm like oh like just on his own and if I had that much money I don't know what I'd do I might fund some cool train or something I like these gay trains and stuff so uh, I'd probably get a get a farm yeah keep enough money to pay the tax for the rest of your life yeah probably uh you know fix a few of your family members things like mortgages and sure, all this kind of shit let's say you had a hundred billion dollars hundred billion yeah yeah I don't know what would, what would you actually do what would be the best way to fix the world or to, to leave your legacy like Zuckerberg tried these stupid things about like giving laptops to poor little kids in Newark and shit and that's like whatever that's tinkering around the edges I'd like hire people to like make whatever shitty ideas have into I have into these proper like Hollywood movies and shit that's true you could fund a lot of Hollywood movies for that right you like have some shitty scribble it's like Kanye have you seen the drawings for his like shoe designs and stuff (laughs) oh yeah it looks like this like three year old scribble kind of thing but it's like you're so loaded people just interpret your fucking shit and you show it and go like oh I'll make that into a dope mm. shoe for Kanye you know? like, I don't get respect and shit until you say it enough and then people are like oh he's this great fashion shoe designer and stuff <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry Kanye I love you and shit I know what you mean though through the wire so if you had thought out of that money and you had like a stupid movie idea or whatever like um, I don't know you've come up with a few random movie ideas before yeah, and yeah. stuff like that like the possessed samurai sort of thing <laughs> yeah exactly which would ends you... in you just murdering the entire government yeah, that sort would... of thing single handedly would you just direct it yourself though or I don't would you think pay... so I think you'd like pay some sick cunt director you'd hire like shit. Michael Mann you'd just make your like shitty scribblings into these like dope like high end production <laughs> but, things <laughs> but how involved would you be because if you just wrote like say a one page synopsis and was like oh I'm funding it you have to make it it wouldn't really be your movie at well, the end yeah of the but day, you'd right? be like Les Grossman in Tropic Thunder basically oh really so just like, like you do what the fuck, what the fuck yeah. I say yeah, yeah. Right. so you're always on the would you be on set uh, you step back and literally fuck your own face do you reckon you'd be on set a, a decent bit of the time, yeah. Is that recording on both of them? No, just on one. Just on one? Yeah. yeah. We, we don't need it on two tracks. Oh, we just need on one? Yeah, it was on a stereo track before, so okay. it'll just be coming through the left ear, so I'm going to have to fix that. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, we're sorted. All right, uh, scratch that. But, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. no, so that's what I'd do. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't mind, you know, like George Soros just funding all this stuff and shit, but I wouldn't really want to get... Uh, like funding these political things that sort of like just a bit played out and gay as well too yeah that's why you just make movies and fucking songs and shit you just get your songs promoted and stuff that's all too <laughs> you, <laughs> you basically just buy enough copies of your own book to make it a bestseller yeah yeah you could do that oh my god I'm so amazing <laughs> yeah but to what end is it to get the knowledge out there or just to feed your own ego uh, a bit of both mm. <laughs> I wouldn't mind like Hmm. It would be to get the knowledge out there, but the way that you do it like that, which is how a lot of the big corporations do it anyway, hmm. it's pretty empty. Oh, yeah. Well, it is. I mean, you only have to flick through the daily news cycle to see how how empty all this shit largely is. <laughs> uh, I heard you... Did you hear that thing about Instagram getting rid of likes so you can't view how many likes a post has got anymore and stuff like that? Yeah, some bitch that was selling pictures of herself, <laughs> yeah, exactly. finger-banging herself, was yeah, all upset well, about it. Exactly. Um, but what I've heard, they're all like... They've been saying this shit like, oh, it's because there are, like, mental health issues, like, erasing from, like, you know, teenagers competing and it's da-da-da-da. But all it is is because... Um, 
basically the people getting all these likes are like influencers who have their own side deals with these brands to promote it and Instagram doesn't get any of that money oh so it's just to shit on people yeah just money. to shit on people and stuff and stuff because it's like oh they got like oh so billions of likes and stuff and they're promoting like whatever their fucking like palm oil filled exfoliant <laughs> fucking vag cream is or whatever the fuck um and you know they, Instagram doesn't like they're not getting a cut of that so they're sort of just shitting on everyone but good for them i mean i can't think of anything worse than like being caught up in this instagram sort of status sort of like anxiety race it seems like a <laughs> it seems like a retarded thing to do to yourself but what if you make all your money off van life and shit that's true but it's like the american dad episode how good that van life episode, the, the actual van life lifestyle or whatever probably isn't that good after after i watched that episode mm. i went down and bought a pack of smokes at the um corner store yeah and there was a van down there with like this hashtag van life shit on it yeah i'm like oh my god yeah i don't know everyone's a fucking the sheep. struggle is stupid yeah everyone's a dumb fucking sheep i'm sick of it um <laughs> But yeah, I'd uh, I'd buy the farm. Yep. And then I'd start the dynasty, I guess. Like you'd do whatever you want. You'd have I'd have like a studio so you can make your music and shit. Mm. You'd basically just um, find your band members and then be like, oh whatever, I'll just pay you like fifty grand a year. Can't just live here, kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I read a few rock biographies and shit, and that's never how it works out. It's always like it's good because it's like camaraderie in the beginning and like a, a shared sense of mission and stuff. But when it becomes like, like you're you're cramping my style, I can get better guys than you, and then just paying like session musicians to be in the band <laughs> instead, like firing them while you're like doing coke in your mansion and stuff. Like that's how it works out. But it would be nice to be able to but I'd be growing so much weed they'd be like yeah I'll stay yeah I'll stay but then they'd just be liking you for your weed this is what I've been worrying about it's like at the moment you know I, I honestly don't know how having that many billions of dollars or even just millions and millions how it would make your life demonstrably better I mean it would be good to be able to do what you want and not have to go to work and stuff like that but it really does seem that to a certain extent it can't buy you meaningful relationships right no that's what I'm saying. You'd go to the farm. You keep that shit stashed. You yeah. just live on all the. Uh... But like a hermit or what? No, no. You start. That's what I mean. The I dynasty. Can't start you'd, a yeah, you keep your. Uh, you keep your 19 year old wife pregnant for a fucking a good 15 years, and she still stays 19 the whole time. <laughs> That's fucking dope. Um, yeah, I wish I'd invented that for my wife. Hey, try the wheel. Um, and I don't know. That might. Uh, <laughs> That might, work. that might not be healthy, like having them give birth to that many children in a row, and then you might need a new 19 year old wife. Like, you might not even have to get rid of her, kind of thing. <laughs> well, she would just be expended from so much childbirth. <laughs> well, who's going to raise all those kids that she had? So, say the she- $100 billion is going to raise those kids. <laughs> They're going to be so fucked up. Yeah. Uh, no, but seriously, I And can't. then, you know, by the time cloning comes around, I'm going to need quite a lot of that cash to have all these little dough clones. Well, you've mentioned the dough clones before, yeah. how you just... How even if you... I understand what you mean, because you sort of want to jealously guard your genetic line, and it's sort of frustrating that nature has burdened us with this way where you have to throw the dice with, like, 50% from some other fucker, you know? <laughs> you, you know what I mean? And you've mentioned that before, how it would be better to just, like... And then legally, you can't get in trouble for like giving your kids weed or anything because you're like, what? Is this? We're the same genes. Like that's this three year old is basically a fucking forty year old. 
Hmm. That would raise some questions for um, the legal system. Like we have the same rights. <laughs> but they could still. <laughs> but they could no. But that's still it's illegal for someone under eighteen or whatever to do it. So it's probably more like a, um, it's a commodity. Then it's not really a child. A commodity to what end? It's just like oh, you can do whatever you want to it because it's you. <laughs> yeah, okay. So well, that opens up some dirty yeah, doors. Yeah, maybe I'm the only one that's allowed clones because so I'll, I'll do the right so, thing. So let's say you have a ten-year-old clone version of yourself, and you hire them out to pedophiles, and then when the cops come and like arrest you for doing it, you're like, I'm a consenting adult because <laughs> it's just you or whatever. Like what? He's just like a cheeseburger. <laughs> the meat between the buns. You like know. I bought him. I can do what I want. Yeah, I don't know that. Yeah, it's no good. That's no good. So, <laughs> so that's that's one thing out. So, so basically, is the ultimate dream to start this sort of like your own patriarchal sort of little line mm. and civilization? Is yeah, that and be all? able to be completely um, independent, detached, yeah, detached from, from like, government and society and shit, but, but oh, then still go out into society. But look what they like, did. To, <laughs> look what they did to poor old David Koresh in Waco. The government they don't like you getting away with that stuff right it was fucking too many other people's bitches yeah yeah exactly <laughs> it's fucking janet reno's girlfriend or whatever that's why she got so mad and sent the tax in um uh but but you know what i mean so at a certain point your little patriarchal civilization the man or whatever won't like it or whatever you'll get they'll get the tax man come around and shit they'll be like uh the the council plan is be like oh you've set up this you can't do that that skate ramp's too big and shit like that right yeah and then all these social worker busy busybody ladies coming around like you got too many wives and shit at a hundred billion it's like you can pay people off you reckon like one of these yeah you're right because in like south america and shit you can do what you want right you just pay the right people off what is it that yesterday we didn't know which which country we wanted to something something oh yeah today is which country we're gonna buy um, <laughs> die hard with a vengeance right <laughs> that quote came into my head when I entered Powerball the other week <laughs> well that's cool I had a measly hundred million yeah you could still get a bit for a hundred million dollars yeah well I wouldn't get anything of Sydney I'd probably oh. I don't know. I mean, Sydney is a bit of a sort of overrun hellhole these days. So it's like, would you get some dope house here or would you just fuck it? Like, I'd miss my friends if I went somewhere else, though, I think. If I was just like, fuck you all and shit, you know? You could, you could go meet them pretty easy. Yeah, I guess so. And it would be a patriarchal society, but at that, at that level of cash, you'd have a... Hmm. You'd have your chick running the household for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll oh, write us another check, though. I run the show. You run the family. <laughs> well, that's true. So, what shit you mean while you're writing scripts and shit like this? Scripts about possessed samurai swords. And uh, your 39-year-old, 19-year-old wife is raising 10 kids or whatever. Yeah. I do wonder about that. Because there are, like, ladies that are, like, 38 and have 10 kids. So, it must just be, like, as soon as they came of age, they just started fucking without a rubber and never stopped, you know? Fuck yeah. Good for them, but I just don't know how, how like... Because one of my friends was saying the other day, his cousin, she has 15 kids. That's hardcore. Why? Why do that to yourself? I don't know. Like, where do these keep coming from, you know? One of them's got to be good. Yeah, one of them's going to be a hero, right? Whereas I'm still like, oh, do I even want one kid or whatever, you know? Because <laughs> um, hmm. yeah, the whole idea originally was they look after you in old age and shit like that. But I sort of, like... 
you know, I have a good relationship with my parents, but I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm the sort of like golden Willy Wonka ticket for them in old age, you know? So if I have some little in ingrate fuck or whatever, you know, that's why you need the patriarchal farm, right? So it's not, yeah, it's like you raised them. <laughs> if something goes wrong, you know? Go tend to the canny, little Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, you could have them running your little family business and shit like that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, with 100 billion, I would influence the government to legalize fucking weed for sure. That's true. You could probably get weed legalized. Yeah, that would probably work. Yeah. And that's a pretty um, selfless. Uh... <laughs> that is selfless. And just once I got that done for fun, I'd sort of see how far I could go to get meth legalized just for fun, <laughs> just to test my power. I think I'd probably go mad with power somehow, one way or another. Yeah, I'd make uh, testing for cannabis in drug tests. I'd make that shit illegal. Absolutely illegal, yeah. yeah. And probably just make drug tests illegal, just make it a bit more Wild Westy. Yeah. I get pretty jealous of that Wild West kind of shit. Well, it's the whole idea about the Wild West is you could like sort of like forge your own destiny. There were no rules, no kind of legal constrictions or yeah. societal structures. Like it's more it dangerous, but it's way more fun. Yeah, like I was watching a bit of Deadwood after you were talking about it, and that's the whole point is that they're sort of outside the law beyond the frontier, right? <laughs> they have to make their own law and their own justice and stuff. Fuck yeah. And I can see the appeal, but, you know, it's a bit hectic too. But we'll see what happens when the big dog reckons that, that it's all going to go to shit at some point so. until little Johnny gets fucking run down by a horse yeah it's exactly it's all fun and games yeah it's all fun and games until they get hit by a horse uh, or a quad bike as it is these days don't, you let, don't let your kids near quad bikes they keep fucking dying on them well, there you go I'd spend my 100 million to uh, turn Australia back into the wild west <laughs> <laughs> that would be good so with future technology yeah yeah like no law, like Westworld shit so but you couldn't just get into parliament on this sort of like, oh, we're going to go back to the old West. To a certain extent, you could fund these libertarian parties. But I think the better idea is you really have to just destabilize and delegitimize the government through a covert black ops war, <laughs> which would involve it would involve terrorist activities. I'm not saying that I'm going to do them, but let's be honest here. People are going to get hurt, you know? It'd be like George Soros kind of thing. Yeah, like Soros or whatever, but he's doing it for like whatever. I mean, he's just a greedy money grabbing you know person hung so and so hungarian so um so he's just so and so exactly <laughs> <laughs> he is a fucking so and so <laughs> fucking working with nazis uh, and shit but um <laughs> but yeah but to what extent to make it more of the wild west i don't know like a wild west like you know mexico city or baghdad type wild west or what because those places have less laws and less kind of uh stability it would make things more exciting that is australia is sort of this nanny state big dog is right that you've got like eh, you just can't do that you can't do this actually one thing I, I would do i would definitely launch a massive campaign to not have bicycle helmets compulsory like i don't ride a bicycle but i just i think it's the most disgusting thing in the world yeah, it's almost as bad as getting busted for driving while you're high yeah it's almost as bad as whatever like right like oh the <laughs> government's like we want to encourage you to cycle but you have to wear like the gayest thing ever on your head while you do it yeah like how the fuck does that work yeah they like since the 90s when they did that shit they made cycling gayer than rollerblades yeah exactly it's even worse <laughs> and the numbers actually of cyclists dropped heaps after they introduced those compulsory like I don't want to be one of those guys but I was over in Europe cycling around without the helmet recently and it was a lot of fun and I felt quite free and elegant anyway I've, been, it just, I've, it I've touched just on this before but polarizes the whole scene so yeah. that now you get these like faggot helmets and shit 
and then they wear the like oh, cock and balls in your face lycra yeah, 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 yeah. ride six abreast in fucking peak exactly. hour traffic uphill and then everyone in the car's like look at these faggots I'm going to run them off the road intentionally and kill them and stuff which has happened but whereas over there they have Doing a bit the tour de ass they're the tour de ass the tour de fast more like it but uh, <laughs> uh, they, they have a uh, yeah, it's more of a, a bit more respect between various road users, but it's incumbent on the car drivers because over here everyone's so jealous of their lane and shit. You know, it's like, oh, you fucking can't. Get I wonder if a hundred billion could um, enforce mandatory like cannabis use to drive. That would be good. It's like, no, we're going to still drug test, but if you're not on cannabis, you're getting a fine. So it seems like when you push this shit, <laughs> it was like, for instance, like we all know that invading Iraq was kind of a stupid idea and George Bush got tricked by the neoconservatives and all the rest of it, blah, 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 fighting Israel's wars and all the rest of they it. They went around hunting WMDs yeah, that didn't exist. There. But these things get, the basis gets laid down by all these stupid um, think tanks and stuff. So that's what you have to do is fund these fake think tanks. And you just hire, you get like, oh, Henry Kissinger to be on the kind of signatory of one of the directors or whatever or whatever, you know, some kind of like that. And then you just pump out all this junk science and, you know, it's not like journalism exists properly. So you essentially get your press releases released verbatim in like the Herald or whatever. They're like, oh, this think tank says that it's actually quite beneficial to be smoking marijuana when you're driving and then you get it, you know. And as well as my Doe clones, I would have a bunch of like, I'd have like a Sagan clone, like mm. Carl Sagan clone, and you'd clone all these fucking uh, influential type people, mm. but you would raise them from little clones to just be totally manipulated to yeah, your point of view. To be more, your and you'd be like, nah, he's, he's totally just the, co- the clone of Carl Sagan. Yeah. These are his thoughts in the new world and yeah. all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I have done nothing to manipulate him. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, why the fuck is Napoleon always talking about weed and drugs? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all like Bill and Ted's excellent adventure, right? Just bring them, <laughs> bring them back to um, rocking your band, but. Uh, <laughs> so that's it, cloning. Okay, we really need to get our hands on this hundred billion dollars. But how do you do it? How do you make behind every great fortune is a great crime, right? I can't think of anyone who's owned anywhere near that money in anything that might be considered ethical, right? No. I don't know how you would do it. I'll be right. Um, I mean, the closest you can come is being sort of like an entertainer or whatever like that. So You'd, who'd have, you'd have to win that $100 million Powerball and then you'd have to go black, red. Yeah. Black. Yeah, that would be... Red. An, that would be an ethical way to do it. To just <laughs> clean out every fucking casino on the planet. Uh, that would be cool. Just put it through the pokies. Blow up the bound pokies, to win. Blow up the pokies. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that would be a good way to spend your money if you could actually. Uh, if only you could see the future, right? Yeah, it's a sick fucking world, right? Mm. Pokies are just straight up like, oh, that's fine, but mm. fucking smoke a bit of chuff. No, pokies are a social good. Mm. Marijuana is a negative. Yeah. And poker machines are social. Anything work. that makes you feel like more tolerant to your fellow man. Oh, what a joke. You need <laughs> yeah. to be fucking wired up on cigarettes and fucking coffee and Ritalin Dexies and yeah. Fucking other mind altering fucking like, uh, what are those other ones? The psycho drugs like SSRIs. Yeah. yeah. And like the ones that make you valleys and the Zanax. ones that make you shoot up your community college. And shoot shit, up yeah. a fucking school. Exactly. I think the SSRIs do that and World of Warcraft, which we've discussed before. Anti psychotic medication. Hmm. 
Which is like just another example of how you just call it the opposite of what it actually is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like body positive, like, you know, like they're not positive. <laughs> <laughs> they feel it's bad about being fat. That's why they've constructed an ideology to pretend they're not. You know? well, body, body positive, like as in maximum sort of thing. Like it's like a, it's the plus. Oh, the like, plus. It's not so, the okay, minus. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. Like body like positive. Body negative okay. is, I guess. Um, Anorexia like, or yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> as Daniel Johns from Silverchair would know he had that <laughs> yeah he's <laughs> he seems pretty sus <laughs> <laughs> what like um isn't Natalie Imbruglia pregnant now yeah she's well? pregnant now she's pretty old too so yeah. good for her I guess um Oh, fuck nine months until she's torn. <laughs> oh shit! I couldn't help myself. Sorry. Uh, you're a little late. They'll sew her back up there. She's already torn. <laughs> I hope they get her in a bed and she doesn't have to lie naked on the ground or whatever. <laughs> Unless she's doing some natural birth or whatever, you know. Sewing up my gooch skin, yeah. <laughs> Can't believe she didn't even write that song. No, no. Yeah, it was some fucking like Dutch pop song that she co-opted and stuff, and that's her whole career, I guess. But... Do you reckon Tina Arena wrote that fucking Sorrento Moon song? No, I doubt it. Do you reckon that's even about Sorrento in Melbourne or it's some other shit? No, it's probably the Sorrento in Italy. Okay, is it Tina Arena? Is it? Yeah, oh yeah, she's a she's a yeah, she's a classic, classic for singing all those yeah. fucking Eurofag songs, yeah. right? But the sweet singing Sorrento. in French just to get that fucking French duo. Oh, they love her though. Those Euro they, cucks. They they love weird shit over there, like um. Uh, like Jerry Lewis and all that the French people fuck okay. I should advertise Black Mac in France alright so Sorrento Moon is a, is a song written by Tina Arena David Tyson and Christopher Ward oh it totally is about Sorrento mate the song is about Arena's childhood memories of summers past with her family at Sorrento oh, in Victoria shit. Australia yeah. the video was shot at Sorrento Beach there you go okay sorry I, I apologise sorry Tina sorry Tina Alright, well that's... But that's like that Kanye thing where they're like, what do you think about sometimes, Tina? And she's like, I went on holiday to Sorrento, you know, Sorrento? And then these guys wrote the song. It'd be more poignant if it was actually a good song. Is it a good? I haven't heard it for a while. I, I just remember... It's sweet Sorrento Moon. Sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, it's fucking sick. <laughs> I don't mind uh, Tina. I get her confused with uh, Vanessa Amorosi a bit, though, but she was like the young... She actually can kind of sing in an original kind of way. What about Kate Sobrano? just reminds me of um what's that jesus fucking musical which one uh joseph and the technical no it's got it? some actual shit super jesus no not super jesus, <laughs> super jesus. What the fuck's so it? it's some fucking jesus musical <laughs> uh i don't know probably with angry anderson or something huh kids i'm sure she would have had something good but fuck yeah but fuck but fuck yeah, I know all of these people are lost too that's the thing about getting older you get to see um all these tears lost in the rain you know mm. R.I.P. Rukahawa yeah oh, so he died the other day didn't yeah. he yeah okay R.I.P. fucking sea beams glistening off the shoulder of Orion I hope he's up there somewhere yeah he did just shitty movies in fucking Scando Town until yeah. he got over to Chollywood before it was even Chollywood yeah it's straight up Chollywood now I watched The Meg yesterday and that was straight up fucking Chollywood mate yeah yeah crazy Chollywood yeah I saw something else recently that was sus that has heaps chilled up I forget what it was 
Oh, so, but yeah, that, okay. There's, if you're struggling to keep up, you'll probably have to listen to the whole, the entire backlog of the Cones yeah, and Doe Show to catch uh, up. The backlog of the Cones and Doe Show uh, can be accessed from SoundCloud, but you can PayPal us uh, $100 million uh, if you'd like to see how our amusing anecdotes get put into practice. So we don't have a Patreon, but um, if you send us an email, uh, I'll give you my bank account details. You guys can send some money to us. I had a book sale like last month, and I think it's the first one where I have no idea who the fuck bought it. So that's all right. Yeah. And it was when the book was at like a dollar or two on Amazon. <laughs> so I like to imagine it's just some random fuck, like, oh, this looks like two bucks. I might as well just buy it. Hmm. I wonder. Because I live in. Direct- that's such a crapshoot. They could just be like some full on straight edge, like, um super religious person they're just like this is shitting on my dreams yeah well you've opened a mind <laughs> they might have killed themselves because they got a so uh you know it's fuck. cool how like it's all interpret interpretable or whatever the yeah. fuck you call it, interpretive yeah so it could bolster their faith or it could totally shatter their fucking dreams well that's the thing i guess it depends whether you're open-minded or not and stuff about these things right i think that strong we might have discussed it before i've wondered about strongly religious people who believe, say, strong Christians, you can still have a lot of respect, say, for strong, faithful Muslims, right? Yeah. Can you? But do you secretly also believe they're going to hell? Or can no. you... Can you seriously, oh, as a Christian? Yeah, as okay. you're a Christian. Or, you know, or are you like... Say you're one of these, like, progressive Christians that whenever there's a terrorist attack, you're like, oh, you know, like, you can sit next to me on the bus, little Muslim girl and stuff. Like, one of those mm-hmm. sort of, like, progressive lefty Christians or whatever and stuff. Secretly, deep down. Because I love are you it still all thinking they're going to hell? Because, like, I guess I don't really subscribe to one. To any of them, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I respect them all a little differently because of like the um, cultural impact of them. Or yeah, whatever. and the nuance of them. It's like mm. the the Islamist kind of shit. Mm. It's like it is the same thing, but because of all of the location and the economic burdens sure. and all this kind of stuff, it just encourages a different type of behavior. And the fact that the prophet of um, Christianity, Jesus Christ, as we know, was a pacifist who practiced peace, whereas... the Who prophet, wasn't banging kids. Yeah, the prophet of Muhammad was a kind of uh, murdering, head-chopping pedophile. So, I mean, these are just the facts. <laughs> and it, it's <laughs> But the essence of the uh, religions with, like, the infinity god and... Sure, I mean... You well, can't draw it and all this stuff. There's all these things that that harken back to the original thoughts of what created these fucking religions in the first place the spiritual thoughts of like pure mathematics and like then whittling it down past duality and being like but we just exist it's true but then i still have respect for all of them in that way it's just this far down the road hmm with these religions existing for so long Hmm. it's hard not to have more or less respect for some than others yeah that's true (laughs) but yeah if you're a faithful like a muslim or christian or whatever and you don't fuck with people's and you um just believe in some shit like that Hmm. and you have morals and shit like there's nothing wrong with it that's nice of you (laughs) (laughs) But if you read my book, it may bolster or shatter your dreams. Shatter your dreams. So go read uh, The Logic Loop by uh, Robert Robertson. Now available on Amazon. I like to think if you're the more moral and enlightened type, it will just bolster your faith anyway. It might just redefine it in a way that's even better for you. Sure. 
But yeah, if you're like totally like, oh no, but we should get like 72 fucking virgins and like banging kids is okay, then it probably will just destroy you. Mm. Like, no! <laughs> oh, I'm melting! That <laughs> um, so you'll start feeling yourself um, self-immolating. You might well, actually what, spontaneously yeah. combust. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think that's happened to more than a few Muslims if you look at the headlines around <laughs> Oh, <it>. shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they wear special suits for that. <laughs> I'm wearing my spontaneous combustion suit. <laughs> Uh, no, we love a lot of Muslim listeners. Um, so everyone out there in Bangladesh and Pakistan, no, I mean, I have respect My for... My transcendence vest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you know, good, everyone, there are a lot of good people in the world who have used their faith to inform their life and to live as good people and try and deal with the kind of the sorrow and suffering of the world as best they can and stuff, you know? So I guess you have to respect that. But at this point in history too, when it's like 2019 as well, it is a bit hard to believe in fairy stories and shit, you know? So that's what I always wonder when I'm... And I'm not trying to do this to be like a wacky atheist because I can respect it and I respect the cultural tradition. But what I wonder is if you are the devout Muslim or Christian type, are you getting like triggered constantly by all this like stuff that clearly goes against what your Bible says? I get, I, I was you know thinking I mean? about, yeah, different types of people. I was trying to give too much credit, I think. I know what you're getting at. There is so many, like, people out there that are just, like, hardline, devout, and it's like, you accept... Yeah. You accept these words of this shit that got handed down from man to man yeah. about this thing that was supposed to be vague and, like like spiritual thoughts about like what is existence and shit but they get converted into like no this guy did this and that's why you can't do that but it wasn't just there to enlighten people it was there to sort of control and guide society as well you know yeah as like a mind shackle yeah Yeah, as as a mind shackle but one would say i mean it's hard to from our vantage point in history to be able to go and look about what they were thinking at that time remember that they didn't have this materialist objective evaluation of what the world was you know they were still sort of leaving in like they didn't know how the body worked they didn't know what the brain did and shit like that they're living in sort of dark ignorance which people in the future will probably say about us you know so it's it, uh, it's not necessarily they're like oh we're gonna make up lies and fairy stories and shit they were just sort of dealing with some of the shit that they had i guess Hmm. dealing with the fact like six out of eight of your kids just die before they're fucking four i mean so like how do you like when you're like got crops god has taken him to another place you know like crops and grout and locusts we have explanations now for that for why these things happen and we have ways of mitigating it but they didn't at all so there's no real reason other than to ascribe these chance events to like you know what else could you ascribe it on back then if you didn't have any sort of objectivity around it now we're all smug here with our lattes and our computers and our kind of historical materialism saying oh look at the savages and their fairy stories and shit a shooting star isn't a dragon even while we still believe in fairy stories like democracy and egalitarianism you know as if men could ever be as good as women at being child carers you know yeah, that's the side of Christianity that goes that hard on it as well. Sort of is semi-off putting to me as well. I mean, yeah, a lot of how it's like, um, no, you must 
to like be a good Christian, you must accept that Jesus did exist, mm. and, and, and and he died for your sins. Yeah, and it's like, well, yeah, but like, I, I don't quite get that. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you just be good and not have to believe in like this thing that potentially is just a lie? Well, and it, I say hedging, potentially in such a bets, nice right? way, yeah, because these things are derivative of yeah. older religions. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like Amen Ra. Where the fuck did Amen come from? Yeah, oh, yeah. not Amen Ra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe. Oh, actually, this resurrection thing. Oh, that keeps popping up in every single fucking yeah, religion. Yeah, it's all Egyptian shit that gets. Oh, hang on yeah. a second. No, yeah. the Jesus thing's the real. The one. The Jesus one's the real one, and then it stopped developing after that. You know, like yeah, it I, definitely stopped developing yeah, after that yeah. with Islam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> started regressing. Yeah, well, it took them seven hundred years. <laughs> it took them seven hundred years to come up with that Islam shit. So I don't know. It's a new kid on the block, but, but yeah, the I, people that practice it in that um, I know in mean. that moral and nice way, yeah, is the essence of all religions. No, so and it's I like, like that. I try and, and respect that. I admire it when they say yeah. like, "Oh, you know, my faith. I draw strength from my faith." Great, I think that's great. It helps me to live as a good person or to work things out. I can look with guidance to my God and have a conversation to find out what they should do. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about, but if it's working for them, that's great. I just don't get it, and I'm not trying to be a wacky atheist. I just don't get really how you like what is the personal relationship with jesus is it you are picturing him like this sort of hunky laborer type guy that's solving your problems and stuff like, <laughs> like well is that what chicks are thinking of whereas like dudes are like oh it's sort of like this cooler older brother kind of thing like i mean this is very reductive and some might say childish of me to say but i honestly don't understand it's like a father figure who's just young kind of <laughs> yeah i just know all yay yeah i know all yay so because when you're having a conversation with Jesus, that's sort of just talking. To, it's sort of reflecting or whatever, right? It's not that much. Being prayer isn't that much. Help me, Jesus. <laughs> help me, Jesus. I mean, that shit's cool. I like that. Help me, Jesus. Help me. Help me. I can get behind all that shit, you know, because that's like a communal thing. But when oh, you're happy day. <laughs> when Jesus um, But it's sort of just meditating and stuff, isn't it, a way when yeah, you're yeah. having like a personal prayer with Jesus. I think I've tried to before. Or oming or singing fucking... Yeah. yeah, what are they What are they called? Just hymns and shit? I think yeah. I tried to when I was younger pray like they did in the movies and I just felt like an idiot. So. Yeah, yeah. We must have all done a bit of that shit. Mm. I still pray, but it's like to some omnipresent fucking universe thing. Mm. And you can still call it God. I pray to the makers of champion it's Rudy word. quality tobacco. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, it's just a word, I guess. But disproving but... the Jesus thing is like, oh, that, then it's like will disprove that fucking Robert Robertson didn't fucking channel through me and yeah, exactly. is actually exists in the future. It's just the same, right? That's not that different. It's just but... the other way on the timeline. But I would like to see, because Jesus was supposedly a real person, right? He was a real... I believe archaeologists and such say that there was a historical figure, Jesus of Nazareth or whatever, right? I believe there was. I genuinely think You're right. Like, it's in Encarta, but how much of that is just like... um. <laughs> compromised by Christian people who are in positions of power. Well, it, it's true, but there are people who are like non-Christian people in like the archaeology department. I mean, I won't get into it. Big Dog will tell you all about how the archaeology departments are all just fucked and full of lies. Well, in Egypt, they probably would have told you like, what's his face with the golden blood and all this shit. Yeah. Like, Ra was a real person. Yeah, Ra was a real person, yeah. Exactly. A real fucking god-human okay, hybrid. Well, or whatever. We know Prophet Muhammad was a real person. Yeah, he was a tribal leader and stuff, and he was a real person that imposed and got these things and imposed it on everyone. Um, in that, he was a, he was a warrior. In the same way, we know Genghis Khan is a real person or whatever. You know, 
Or the Julius Caesar was. Yeah, I guess they've got Genghis's DNA somehow, right? Yeah, everyone's got Gen- Genghis's DNA. Yeah, so how do they know? That, how do they know <laughs> everyone's got Genghis's DNA? I don't know. I don't know. That stat. Do I've they have Genghis's DNA? I think that stat's sort of bullshit. That one about like, <laughs> oh, like five million people have Genghis's kind of DNA. Um, but no, so I think Jesus might have been because he was a historical figure, and people wrote down about him because he did preach this particular ideology right this is why it got recorded and shit all this shit about turning water into wine and stuff i mean you know i guess you had to be there but well that's the thing though that like you were saying it's like such a more like harder time for all that shit to happen like passing the books around might have been enough to have had this rumor confirmed you know (laughs) it's true it's true but i think he was a real dude so i i i guess he was the logical option is that if we take it as that he was real, he was just a very charismatic... Like, he's a pretty cool dude, and then chari- they just hyper-exaggerated... Yeah, a very charismatic cult leader. Like, in, hundreds of years later. In the same way L. Ron Hubbard was in his own way and started that, you know? Which we can see. We can go back and see how that all happened or whatever. Whereas... And if that's the case, maybe then Jesus Christ does deserve his respect if it was true that he came up with this ideology that was so different because it was so humanistic compared to the others you know talking about the rights of people and you know raising up the poor and the beggars and the you know indigent and everything like that so we can give props out to him but i don't think and apparently in that little lost area when he goes away when he's like teens and mm, comes back at 30 there, yeah. he fucked off to um learn buddhism <laughs> yeah i mean i wouldn't be surprised or if you believe some of the um jovis witnesses and shit he went to america i think as well too <laughs> i think that's some of the shit in so there he gives some stone tablets to what's his face yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's where he buried them up in upstate new york or whatever <laughs> he just dropped over there from uh to joe, joe something uh joseph smith right yeah yeah, yeah. And he pulled them off, and then uh, finally they found their place in Utah. So, And I'm the only one with the seeing stone. <laughs> so history casts long shadows, so props to Jesus. I mean, so, But yeah, Jesus and Muhammad were real people, I believe. But, you know, they also sort of spouted a lot of crazy shit, too. But it's like, it's like when the version of that now, because it's all just like so hyper, quickly, like existing in these microseconds, is when famous people die or when like a a young person dies it's like oh my god he was like the nicest person like that ever existed like he never said a bad word about anyone and, like, and you're like what because he didn't live long enough to get bitter or whatever you know in a way but more just because you're so sad and you would never say anything bad in these eulogies about things that are tragic and stuff <laughs> What, so that might have been the case for Jesus or whatever, because he died young. Well, I just like, and the famous sort of factor. It's like, oh my god, I can't oh god. believe the like fucking John Lennon got shot. Yeah, okay, him. John Lennon. Whereas like John Lennon like used to go on about how he like hit women and shit like that as well. Too. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Well, did. there you go. And like when he died, it's just like, oh my god, the world's just yeah, like, I thought totally it was the most peaceful now. guy. Yeah, he used to fucking like bash his girlfriends and shit. I'm, <laughs> I'm not making this up. He really did and shit. Well, there you go. So yeah. Jesus was probably a bit of a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I reckon he probably did. He did probably did fuck Mary Magdalene or whatever. <laughs> that's that's I probably went on, but really double teamed her with his twin. Yeah, yeah that's when Jesus. Is. It's like the end of a. What's the fucking um. That's what they did the, the Mark for Death. For death. <laughs> Our Screwface or whatever. The Jamaican guy. Screwface. As a twin. That's what happened when they're like, oh, Jesus is back. He's resurrected. And he's like, hey, it's Jesus. Like, Screwface Jesus. He's got the twin. That would make sense. Jesus is dead. Long live Jesus. Yeah, exactly. But 
I mean, it was a powerful ideology. Essentially, he convinced the whole Roman Empire, you know? Um, what's his name? Emperor Constantine took on... They, he threw away his old pagan Roman gods and converted the empire to Christianity. It took a few hundred years, but he did it. And that's where we live now. We're still with these Christian ethics and morals, which probably inform us being that our society is a sort of, you know, based in these Christian ethics. I'd probably be doing better if the Colosseum still existed there. Yeah. It did. I was there two or three months ago. No, I mean, like... <laughs> like, really? The Colosseum existed. fucking existed, existed, you know what I mean? It's still pretty impressive to go in there, actually. I'd be throwing fucking ninja stars at these sword-swinging heroes. Yeah, fucking... Yeah. Just going in there with an assault rifle and stuff, yeah. Moving them all down. But, um, yeah, no, it was impressive, but... it's sort of, dots. It's sort of like... The, the, the sense of ruin there is kind of enhanced because out the front of it is always these African immigrants selling you cold water for like a dollar or whatever, <laughs> like a euro or two euros. So I was really, I was quite hot when I got there. So I got one, and then the tour guide after You're I had it, for a dollar, please. After I got that, she's like, oh, what, oh, one euro or whatever. She's like, oh, just letting you know, like you shouldn't drink by the water off these guys because often they just pick up the empty bottles and fill them off the ground, fill them up with the taps and sell yeah. them. And I'm like, well, don't tell me that now. I'd already had some. That's like this old video that we watched about um, Indonesia. It might have even been an Indonesian <laughs> yeah, class. Well, they tell to make you, not you to. It was trying to make you feel bad for Indonesian slums and stuff sure. but it had this kid like going around filling up water bottles with bin water yeah and you're like what a cunt yeah yeah. it's like I feel bad but like that is fucking filthy you've <laughs> like, seen the videos haven't you fucking scumbag. you've seen the videos in China haven't you of this lady getting um, oil out of the sewer oh yeah the yeah. fucking what's it called so, like, oh, I forget what they fucking call it but uh, big dog got it. Big dog's got gutter oil and yeah, shit. Gutter oil. Big dog's got to get out of there if he wants a healthy lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, there's an incipient civil disorder and stuff. He needs to just come back to Australia where you just fucking chill and uh, let nanny, nanny, uh, nanny Aussie take care of you. you know? Nah, if you got a farm, you can have your own clean gutter for your oil. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get gutter oil uh, shipped in uh, on a peasant's back or whatever, straight from the city. It's not actually the gutter that makes it dirty. No. Oh, shit, that sounded fucking racist. Verging on, verging on genocidal. Chill out, Joe. Chill out. We already have one Holocaust. You don't need another. Is that the new Nintendo system? What? The Nintendo Holocaust. <laughs> that actually is pretty catchy. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Mario 45, you have to bust out of uh, Auschwitz and stuff, yeah. Hey, ding, 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 Bouncing off their head, Nazi's head. <laughs> what are you gonna? I do? like all this fake background noise from these microphones. It's cool. Yeah, it's Sounds like up there's fireworks going off. There's fireworks, there's storms, there's something happening outside. Are you sure it might not be picking up some little uh, wind and storminess outside? It's probably just the uh, storminess of the inside of my mind's eye. It could be that. Hey, do you find I'm trying to? I had like a bum day on the on the weekend where I watched like a few movies in a row, and I watched a bit too much TV recently, so I've sworn <laughs> off it this week and stuff. Um, it sort of makes you see it's making my vocabulary isn't as extensive as I feel I would like to be <laughs> I guess I need to read more books and stuff but I feel like I am getting a little bit dumber as I age whereas oh yeah that is actually the window making that yeah, noise yeah that's the window making that's that good. noise I feel like I should be getting smarter and wiser and uh, getting a see I can't say I swear I used to be able to rattle off something that would sound smart there about a cornucopia of words or something like that that I'd have but I think it's I think it's probably the TV that's making me stupider. Yeah, you got to watch cooler shit. 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I can think I watch Cool Runnings. You should watch um, that um, '70s Carl Sagan Cosmos. Yeah, maybe I will watch that. That'll make you a bit more like, oh, the universe. <laughs> Instead of watching the new Neil deGrasse Tyson one, where it just <laughs> makes <laughs> you into this sort of like uh, cuck boy or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tattoo geezing cuck. <laughs> what? I don't know. He got accused of like um, being this dirty sort of like assault on me too kind of guy sure because like he was cheekily looking at this uh this frumpy woman's tattoo it's like yeah oh that's right i heard about that as if this chick isn't just making it up for for likes i mean whatever it gets it makes a mockery of the whole thing or whatever when people like that like he was looking at my tattoo you know okay he said and it was kind of funny too because he's like i'm where's pluto Mm. (laughs) because it was like a thing of the universe oh well that's yeah that's (laughs) not even sexual trying to look down their shirt to find pluto yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's that's a pretty smooth game that's actually pretty good uh that's one of like can i you know what i would have said though to make it real funny though it's like how about you bend over so i can see uranus (laughs) i mean shit writes itself right but uh, but that's the point. If he was a funnier, smarter guy, he might have uh, come off with that joke. And yeah, and he might have got trouble. straight in. Yeah, yeah, he might. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he wouldn't be hearing about it now. Yeah, he'd be straight into Uranus, bold, <laughs> boldly going where no man's gone before. Uranus, <laughs> Uranus, past Saturn. Is it supposed to be Uranus? No, it, it's called Uranus. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uranus. Yeah. It's just a funny name, you know. Uranus. Yeah, see, I don't mind that story, but I just don't like his attitude when he's presenting Carl Sagan's work. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like, I am a goddamn rock star. Yeah, yeah. I am bigger than the universe. Yeah. It's like the Pope presenting God, you know? Like the Pope's like, oh, whatever, you know? It's like, I can respect God. Whereas Carl Sagan's voice, he just, like, mastered the uh, hypnotose yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, the, well, I'm, 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 I'm the universe and it's so Googleplex. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That word's been ruined by those uh, Silicon Valley cucks. Oh, they fucked it. They fucked it bad. They fucked the Googleplex bad. What you gonna do? Yeah, yeah I guess Googleplex doesn't... It takes up a bit too many, uh, too many bits on the system. Too, too many bits, yeah. But Google's just 10 to the power of 100, right? So that's just bitched out, Google. It should be Googleplex for sure. Hey, do you know... Because it implies that it can never be fucking replicated inside this goddamn existence. Yeah, that's true. That's too true. many bits. <laughs> too many bits. Oh, but if you open if you open a browser with Google and uh-huh. then you search Google, is that like a Googleplex and it freezes the internet? Kind of I think it might be if you type Google. Yeah, exactly. Type Google.com into the Google search. <laughs> that totally fucks it. It would be cool if there was some... Like, That's Obama's kill switch. Yeah, if there was some kill switch and it's just typing something into Google, you know, that no one would ever type. <laughs> what would be something that no one would ever type? Um... How to sleep with Rebel Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to see what comes up with you. Oh, no, fuck. No, Sorry, everybody. The internet's about to go down. Well, I don't know. I, I'm not saying that I would do it, but I think that she's sort of like... Compared to a lot of dumb girl, I'm not saying that I want to bang her, but I think she's sort of spunky and stuff like that. She has a little bit of personality and charisma, right? She wouldn't be my least favourite person to fuck. You'd fuck her armpit, maybe. No, I'd, let's not be rude here. <laughs> <laughs> After saying the worst shit off. Okay, uh, there's no suggestion. Freshly shaven. 
Uh, oh. Doesn't have to scrape. Rebel Wilson's hotel room encounter with top director. <laughs> Sex harassment claim. Male star begged her. Top director took. She says she's been sexually harassed. She accused an unnamed male star, who she said was in a position of power, of asking her to go in a room with him and to penetrate him with her finger while his friends filmed the incident on their phones. Well, that's hardly harassment. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. Okay, so it's not actually someone trying to do something to her. Like she hasn't had the stink finger before. A male star in a position of power asked me to go into a room with him and then asked me repeatedly to that stick... That sounds just slanderous. ...to stick my what finger up his ass, she said. <laughs> also, all his male friends... I don't know why friends is in inverted commas. I assume they are his friends if they're down to watch, like, Rebel Wilson fuck his finger fuck his ass. They must be pretty good friends if they're <laughs> going to look inside this guy's open asshole, isn't it? I mean, you know, like, I love you like a brother, though, but I, I, I wouldn't watch that. Tried to film the incident on their iPhones and laughed. I repeatedly said no and they eventually got out of the room. So immediately called my lawyer. I mean, fair play. I mean... Whatever if you want the Oscar, bitch. See, (laughs) why are you being so mean to Rebel Wilson? She's not that bad. (laughs) Uh, Hmm, this one sounds... Wilson said she had another incident, this time with a top director in his hotel room. I thought we were there to talk comedy, she said. Nothing physical happened because the guy's wife called and started abusing him over the phone for sleeping with actresses. And luckily she was yelling so loud that I could hear her and I bolted out of there immediately. I don't know about that. It just rings to me like these fucking bitches that complain about getting hit on by dudes just to let you know that they got hit on by some dude. Oh, yeah, I'd do it too. Oh, oh, it was so annoying. This guy, like, fully wanted to ask me just to, like, get in your head that, like, oh, I'm this popular chick. This guy wanted me to penetrate him with my finger. (laughs) Well, I don't know. That sounds almost... Everyone wanted to film it and shit. (laughs) I'm I'm so popular. Even me sticking my finger up a director's asshole is like a hit movie. My nails are so nicely done. Everyone wants to film it. I mean, yeah, to a certain extent, I can't blame the I can't blame the lady. If I had, well, I think I've kicked out my. Oh no, we're still hearing that. Yeah, me too, um, bitch. Um, <laughs> see, if I was as a dude, unless you're like Channing Tatum or whatever, you don't have all these girls hitting on you. So I think that if I did, I'd sort of humble brag about it too, right? So you can't blame the girls really. for having a go at it. It all comes down to why won't these slots fuck me, sort of thing, you know. M. Bob shared with me some wise advice he got from someone close to him as well. About how, like, um, if you're a young man and some girl's willing to sleep with you, you just keep it to yourself because it's something special that they shared with you, kind of thing. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so you don't go around like calling them a slut and stuff. That's true. It's like the ones that don't fuck you, you call them sluts, right? <laughs> 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 Um, no, but we love you, ladies. Yeah, this guy fucking fingered my asshole one time. Yeah. I see. Oh, I, wait, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I sort of believe that. Well, it's a crazy story to make up, I reckon. But no, you're right. We, you did play out a believable scenario about it. She's sort of kooky and inventive. Yeah, whatever, she's like right? this cool chick. Yeah. yeah like, oh, yeah. They're the worst, aren't they? <laughs> uh, thanks thanks for bearing to with a nice little uh, misogynistic um uh sort of end piece to the cones and Doe show yeah if i meet a chick with a personality i'm gonna ask who what guy she got it from <laughs> uh that's so unfair though yeah that's super unfair 
<laughs> I think uh, it's sort of like yeah, it's because she's a female comedian, probably. It's hmm. just like that's just the essence of female hmm. comedy. Of course, looks matter. Otherwise, I would have married that smart fat girl that I had all those deep conversations with in college. I guess like, that's kind of almost that point of view is mean to Amy Schumer because it's like, oh no, I guess there was already guys being just filthy on stage, but her my vagina shit is pretty like original in this non-original way. Yeah, I mean, it's like not original at all. But there wasn't any guys saying like my vagina. I don't know. But we, yeah, like, <laughs> so yeah, there might be in a few years. There might be, yeah, exactly. I'm sure there already are. But but we live in such a, a vulgar society that it's not really that none of this shit's that taboo or groundbreaking. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that's groundbreaking in comedy is like unironic bigotry or whatever. You know, like that's, <laughs> that actually like you know like ooh that's a taboo or whatever. You know. So welcome to the edge. Yeah, and you get some people. Yeah, and like Bill Burr will like walk it a little bit and stuff sometimes, but most of them don't. Really really you know yeah since he got married he's fell off (laughs) (laughs) um no but we love you women um those not trying to be mean to the whole female race i think i think (laughs) the female race the female race i think the problem is that as men we can be quite insecure in this modern world about our kind of our place in it and our sexuality and it's easy to take that 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 out on people that you perceive as being sort of smaller or weaker and as we know women don't have the power or the voice in society i was being mean women don't have the voice in society to be able to articulate their opinions so (laughs) so they clearly don't so you should defer to them um i was being mean but that personality shit is real though i love girls and they they do have their certain quirks and like originality to their personality but in terms of actually having like this like most guys you know those guys either. that you want to hang out with though yeah but like your close friends or something or like yeah. dudes yeah, that right. you would actually like spending time with yeah but females have any, their own sort of any chick apart from like the girl that you would be with Hmm. Is there any, like, actual chick that you'd be like, oh, I just want to, like, hang out with yeah, that chick? I've got female friends that I've known for a the, while. Yeah. Shoot the shit and, like... Yeah, there are. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, there are. Yeah? I think you got a problem with women. No, right? no. <laughs> no. There are. Most dudes are like that as well. Uh, I don't know, bro. <laughs> you calling me a liar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're just worried about chicks listening to the show. <laughs> Dude, I've never been worried about chicks listening to this show. <laughs> Anyway, we love you all. We love you all out there. I I don't think I'm wording it right. I think I just need to listen to Black Phillips some more and then I can come back and like uh, let you know the exact wording of it. No, I know what you mean. Because like I've stolen my personality from Patrice O'Neill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. I don't know who I've stolen mine from. but uh, um, For this last two minutes or whatever. Yeah, the last two minutes. No, no, no. I can buy it. I think most people do that. And I, I do take your point. There are a lot of chicks with not much in their head. There's a lot of dudes with not much, but it manifests itself in a different way because maybe the chick sort of like a more that's where the times have been changing is yeah. there's so many more vacuous dudes now yeah but maybe there was a, it was ever thus maybe people were vacuous but they were just dying in trenches instead of fucking posting on Instagram you know I don't buy this whole binary I take your point and I think there are fundamental differences between men and women but I, I don't think it's a matter I think everyone takes bits of their personality from elsewhere and stuff like that and maybe I think chicks sometimes are used to just more yapping a little bit more so like more of it comes out that seems a little bit more vacuous and that's how they sort of relate to each other and stuff in the same way that guys relate with this stupid ball busting and stuff which is funny but to a chick it's not particularly interesting and stuff you know just like their little chats aren't that interesting to us but I still maintain you can have 
platonic friendships and actually get something out of a friend of the opposite gender. Yeah, but uh, none of it will be philosophical. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of diet show for this week. <laughs> so if you know any women, give them a philosophy book. Ask them if they want to put a finger in your ass and film it. And film it, yeah. Oh, this was such a nice show until it went downhill. But it's good. I think we've had disgusting things openly and honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to find me a chick with no personality. Yeah, that's the best one. Can't she can have mine. I've <laughs> <laughs> got enough for everybody. <laughs> that's true. Uh, so much love to give. Well, that's, uh, that's why we bring it around to that $100 billion patriarchal community or whatever, right? You can really fill their heads. Fuck yeah, that's not all I'm going to fill. That was what I was getting at, though. <laughs> See you, dog. See you, brother catch you next week or the next few weeks we'll try and make it less thanks for everyone listening out there try and pump some more Rijo music out soon but uh leave you with a fucking cover yeah it's a good song what's it called old man catch old man boom see young blood (laughs) see you dog other place where everybody knew their neighbors all the families helped each other no one ever locked their doors you tell me no one locked their doors Stay a while I know at first I seem too busy But now I'll make the time Stay and tell me one more story Tell me about the time We did school to go fishing you thought the branch would hold The neighbor pulled you from the river He helped you wash your clothes And stitched the hole in your trousers And your mom never knew why He giggled when he saw you Oh man, please stay a while I know at first I seemed too busy But now I'll make the time Tell me one more story A place where no one locks their doors A place where no one locks their doors You tell me that you'll show me Only now it is too late I'd like to build a community Only now it is too late Things can never be the way they were before You can't go back to how things were before Once the trust is gone Once the trust is gone Once the trust is gone, you'll lock the door Thank you.
life But it seems so far from real That's a type of story That's the kind of life I'll never know Oh man, you're leaving now Taking with you things I'll never know I wonder where you're going And if it would be like your old home I hope you find the place you're looking for I hope you find the place you're looking for I hope you find I hope you find I hope you find the place you're looking for